Welcome to Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes mini-podcast series featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. Throughout this series, the Maggid of Melbourne will be taking us on an exploration of synagogue architecture and what makes physical space fit for sacred action. And now, here's the Maggid of Melbourne himself, Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper, coming to you from Tzur Hadassah. In the previous episode, I mentioned that the shul we are building here in Tzur Hadassah will be accessible. There'll be no stairs in the building. That is, except for one place. There'll be a couple of stairs before the Aron Kodesh, the holy ark in the central space for prayer. Those stairs will be for the Duchan, where the Kohanim, the priests, will go to bless the, the entire congregation. And I did also mention that we need to find a solution how we can make even that area accessible. The question that I'd like to address is whether we even need those two stairs. Perhaps the Kohanim need not stand on a higher ground when they offer the blessing. We saw in the previous episodes that the Chazan, the cantor, the prayer leader, goes down before the Teva, Yored Lifnea Teva, or passes through, Over Lifnea Teva. Why does the Kohen have to go up, La Alot La Duchan? On one hand, there's nowhere in the Mishnah or in the Talmudim anything that says that the Kohen, the priests, need to offer their blessing from a high place. On the other hand, all the sources that talk about the laws of priestly blessings use the phrase Ole la Duchan, going up to this area known as the Duchan. So what is the Duchan? Let's go to Baghdad for a moment and have a look at the work of Rabbi Yosef Chaim of Baghdad. In his seminal work, the Benishchai, he says that the Duchan is the place where the Kohanim stand to bless the people. It's on the western wall facing the congregation and he uses the term Itztaba. What's an Itztaba? An Itztaba is a shelf or a step or a bench or a bed. So the Benishchai is saying that the Duchan is some type of raised floor. That's an Itztaba. In fact, the word Itztaba appears in other places in the Mishnah in the Talmud. I'll just give you one example. The Mishnah says that a sukkah cannot be 20 amot high. Such a sukkah is too high and is not kosher. But if you build an itztaba in the middle of the sukkah attached to the wall and that's where you sit, then you can use the sukkah. That's what the Gemara says in Masechet Sukkah. So an itztaba is some type of shelf or a bed. And the Benishchai says that that's where the Kohanim should offer their blessing. The Benishchai continues and he says 
והמתרשל בזה, someone who is negligent about this and doesn't go up to the דוכן, rather just stands on the ground, this person is changing from the words of the sages because the sages said la'alot al hadukhan and therefore says the benishchai koanim should go up to a step when they bless the people the benishchai then adds a fascinating comment upo irenu and here in our city referring to baghdad haya min hagam la'amod koanim bakarka ha'heichal The, the custom was that the Kohanim used to stand on the floor of the main sanctuary, and to recite the blessing, the priestly blessing. And they didn't stand on the step that was in the front of the sanctuary. So the Benishchai testifies that not everybody, that this was not the custom Standing on a step was not the custom in Baghdad. And then the Benishchai adds, Utehilot le'el, praise to God, Asiti haminhag shi'alu v'yamdua al ha'itztaba shebasof ha'echal, v'sham yevarchu. Rev. Yosef Chaim of Baghdad says, I changed the custom and told the Kohanim that they should stand on the itztaba, on that shelf, on that step, at the front of the sanctuary. And this indeed is what should be done in every single location. So we see that the Kohanim are supposed to stand on a step. What happens if you don't have such a step? If your shul is built without a dukhan, Would it perhaps be enough just to put a carpet down? Or perhaps in such a case, people could stand on the ground. Or perhaps we should say to the Kohanim, if there's no Dukhan, you can't go up to the Dukhan and offer the blessing. This question is particularly relevant for me because in addition to our main sanctuary, we also have a Beit Midrash uh, in our Beit Knesset, and that Beit Midrash will also serve for our Sephardi Minyan. And in the Beit Midrash, we have not planned a Dukhan, a step. So what will happen there? Will the Kohanim not be allowed to offer their blessings? Or perhaps it's enough just to put down a symbolic Dukhan, like a little piece of carpet. To answer that question, Let's go to Buchach today in Ukraine and have a look at the words of Rabbi Avram David Varman of Buchach, the Buchach Aruv, and he writes that the sages all refer to going up to the Dukhan. Moreover, all the decisors, all the halachists, they also use that language. Furthermore, that's the way people talk. They say going up to, de- to Duchen. And Reb Avram David of Buchach says that even if it's less than 10 cubits, that would be fine. And even less than three cubits, as long as there is some 
noticeable going uh, some noticeable platform that's enough because that reminds us of the stairs in the temple where the Kohanim and the Leviim used to stand. So according to Rabbi Avram David Varman of Buchach, any elevated place is sufficient for the Kohanim. Now that sounds like even a carpet that raises the floor level slightly would be sufficient. And that's what we're going to do in our Svarati Minyan, in the Albeit Midrash here in Suradasa, we will have, we won't have a step, but when the Kohanim go and offer the priestly blessing, we'll put down a carpet to raise the floor level, albeit slightly, and as an echo to the steps of the temple. The Buchacharov adds further testimony, which is fascinating in light of what we just heard from the Ben Ishchai. Even though the Ben Ishchai wrote more than 50 years after the Buchacharov in an entirely different place, not in Buchach, but in Baghdad. So the Buchacharov adds, here in the Beit Midrash, referring to the synagogue in Buchach, the custom was before I arrived here, for many years, that people would stand before the Aron HaKodesh, the Kohanim would stand on the ground and there was no step. And the Buchacharov adds, that appears to have been the custom in many holy communities, particularly where there are small minyanim that people gather in homes. There's no step there for the Kohanim to go up, and therefore the Kohanim have been standing on the ground. The Buchacharov says, Kohanim can still offer the blessing even if they're just standing on the ground. But ideally, the right way to do it is to have a step that it should be at least three tfachim, three cubits. So, my friends, We've discussed today those steps at the front of the shul, the duchan, whether it should be an itztaba, a shelf, or a thin carpet that is just an indication of the kohanim going to a different plane and and, and echoing the way there were steps in the Beit HaMikdash. In my shul here in Saradasa, we will use a mixture of those two solutions in the main sanctuary, we'll have steps, and in our Beit Midrash and Sfardi Minyan, we will use a carpet. I'm not sure what we're going to do in the building of Pardes. Guess we'll have to wait and see how that plays out. But either way, the Kainim stand before the Aron Kodesh with their face to the community as they offer their blessing. And once I've mentioned the Aaron Kodesh, we should probably consider that part of synagogue furniture. But for that, you'll have to come back for the next episode. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beat Midrash! Midrash! 
Thank you for joining us for Exploring Sacred Spaces, a Pardes podcast production featuring the Maggid of Melbourne, Levy Cooper. If you like what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Follow us on your favorite streaming platform or subscribe to our newsletter to receive Pardes Torah direct to your inbox. Thanks for listening.